How's it going everybody? My name is Daniel James and this video I'm going to show you how someone made a million dollars in three years with real estate. This is a crazy concept and I was blown away. It's a video podcast series and you'll be able to watch it right after this. Everything lined up perfectly to where we were able to, to sell. Um, and I was able to give uh, that six-figure so cool. check. That's so cool. Yeah. So it's so in-depth in kind of how his journey went and I think you're going to enjoy it. Also, stay and watch to the end because you're really going to see what he did with this million dollars after he accumulated it, which is mind-blowing. So if you really want to see that, stay tuned to the end. And lastly, thanks for watching. Uh, you can like, share, subscribe. That'll help the YouTube algorithm. If you want more content, also comment below and share with, with what content you want to see. We're mostly doing business people and business individuals, but let us know what your thoughts are and enjoy the video. Cheers. Hey guys, my name is Daniel James. I'm here with the Top Power Hour. We're interviewing entrepreneurs that are influential people that have done things maybe that you haven't heard of as a business owner, maybe you're a startup or a marketer or someone who's starting a venture and even maybe you're in your venture but you're looking for those extra steps and extra pieces of knowledge that will get you to like those next levels. So yeah, let me know who you guys want on the show. Today's a very exciting episode for me, especially because it's a little bit about real estate and I don't know so much about it but I heard such crazy stories and um, with me, we have Isaiah Hupp, uh, super awesome, down-to-earth guy, and thanks for being on the show. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having me. Yeah. Inviting me out and uh, get to hang out with my friends, so this <laughs> is good on. stuff. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Come right? on. Yeah, we just get to hang out and chat to you guys. So. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just the sure. And we're thing. and we're just my real estate story is what you're looking for, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I mean, throw in whatever you want to throw in. No, there. this is great. Um, no, I I have been obsessed maybe not obsessed, but I've been super interested in real estate. Right. Um, even as a kid, Monopoly was my favorite game. Nice. Um, loved it. Like my brother and I, we would, <laughs> we would start our Christmas break or our Thanksgiving break. We would have, we'd do five to seven game series wow. of Monopoly where we'd sit in, in our room. We shared a room and we would play Monopoly and then the best of seven. So you had to win four games Crazy. of Monopoly over Christmas break to win. Um, I never lost a series to no my brother. Wait, seven games. Seven game series. I usually would sweep. I I played Monopoly for real. Like like <laughs> you get the orange properties, okay. and you can wrap it around with the red. The reds aren't as important, but the oranges. If you can secure the oranges, wow, you will win like ninety five percent of the time. So they're like Little the hint. that's the mid range. They're the mid range. You can buy houses and hotels for a hundred, and then when you max out uh, New York Avenue, which is the third. Um, it's it's St. James, Tennessee, and New York, and if you can max those out with hotels, it's nine fifty, nine fifty, a thousand. Okay, so if you go to jail, can I can I yeah, get nerd out okay, on guys, Monopoly? Monopoly strategy, like if you're playing Monopoly with your business friends, this is how you beat them. Okay. So you go to jail on the on the corner of Marvin Gardens and the in the Green Properties, right? And then once you get out of jail, you're you're six, eight, and nine places away from hitting those orange properties on the on the dice so you've got it's like a uh, 14 out of 36 to to hit one of those so every time that wow. somebody lands in jail 14 out of 36 times they're going to hit one of those properties so if you can max them out 
um, every other time, essentially, maybe, yes. you know, you're, you're got a greater of a one third opportunity to, to make that happen. That's so great. So like right as you come out of jail, it's like consistent to, and the probability is so high. Right. So like, that's probably part of business strategy, real estate strategy. It's math. It's R a right down to the board game, right? It's a, it's a math. It's really a math and numbers game. And gotcha. if you can get the math and numbers in your favor, um, then really it's just putting your head down and, and executing the plan. Excellent. Um, yeah. And, and going from there so yeah and that's i think that's scalable too you can take it from a monopoly game sit down and say hey this is this is what i learned in settlers of Catan. i mean we're sure. both kind of nerds oh board, it's, that's board another games. math game it's, it's beautiful i love it like challenge if you're challenging your brain as a business person or even an individual like board games can do that so well yes right because you have like a safe environment yep um you have opportunities to take risks uh, and if you lose the game, then it's painful, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. So almost real life, but like right. safe enough. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Core games are, are, I mean, yeah. I'm a nerd. So They're fun. So you move from Monopoly and you, you realize, okay, I, I have this knack for real estate. Yes. Yeah. So um, so my I, I got married and, you know, you're you're looking for, for a house. We were, uh, my, my wife and I both were working for the church um, cool. for, for our youth department. Nice. Um, youth pastors don't make any money. Right. They were like some of the lowest paid on the on the totem pole, which is fine. It's fair. Yeah. Um, but uh, but just trying to figure out how to buy a house uh, in northern Colorado, market is is pretty insane. But coming off of the crash in, in two thousand eight, um, is rebounding. But it was rapidly all the deals were starting to to evaporate and go away. Wow. Um, and so we were we kind of got to the point where we had been at our jobs long enough to where we could secure financing and and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, and our our budget was $170,000. Wow, in Colorado. In Colorado. Wow. So, it, I mean, you can, like, it was it was 2012, 2013? I don't remember. Gotcha. Just um, as things are starting to, like, so, still kind of low, though. So you can find, like, you could find something, but it was going to be, you're going to buy a starter house. So, totally. So we shopped like crazy and, and looked, and, and we kind of decided to open up, like, hey, let's open up where we wanted to live. And we found a house that was, it was on a golf course, Wow. Uh, five bedroom, three thousand square feet finished, um, and it was in our price range. We're like, this is, this is crazy. crazy! Like, yeah. how did this happen? And so we go and look at it, and apparently, what had happened to the house is the foundation. So it was, a, it was a, the uh, where the walkout basement was had slipped. The slab that it was on had slipped about an inch, mm. and it had caused ripple cracks all the way through the house. And so the drywall was a mess. Um, the carpet that the, the owners had just kind of like given up on the house, so it was just. Wow. It was kind of a, it was a big mess. Yeah. But it was in our price range. That's crazy. So we're like. What, what were they just like a family? Yeah. Okay. Just a family that. But I just never really looked after. That had, that I think they were just so disappointed that their investment had, had, uh, in their opinion, had gone bust. Totally. Um, so they, so they were just like. It was a money like, pit for them. It was a money pit for them. Wow. And so I think they had just kind of taken on a mentality of like, there's nothing we can do. We just need to unload this house. Gotcha. So it's in our price range, tons of contingencies in like, if you're going to set an offer, like we're, we're not going to fix the foundation. They had a, um, it was like $90,000 to, to mud jet or to, to drill down to bedrock, to be able to, to hoist oh it up. Oh my gosh. Um, and they had an engineering report that said that the house was, was faulty. Wow. And so we 90, came in. That's, yeah. I mean, you're not going to do any, that's really crazy. It's anyway, an expensive. Yeah. yeah. So we, so we can. came in and, um, I brought in some 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 people. My realtor was was fantastic. Get a good realtor yeah. uh, if you're, especially if you're not 100% familiar with how things are going to work. 
um, pay, paying the price for a realtor, I would do that every time. Exactly. Almost every time I've, I've done yeah. a real estate transaction. So trusting people with knowledge, you know. Yes. And if the person you're with doesn't work, it was not working the way you want it to work, fire that person, yes. get someone better. It's no use going through the struggle because you, they're a family friend, right? Right. Like you, you need to have the an advisor who's like aligned with you and and that. So. Well, and and you don't want to put the relationship with somebody that you love on the line, right? Um, because when money gets involved, resentment closely follows that. So. So good. Um, so we we had an excellent realtor. Uh, my my dad had done some um, some building, and he's he's kind of a jack of all trades type of guy. Cool. We came in, we looked at the house, um, and and I, everybody was saying, hey, I think it's not as big of a deal as these people think it is. So we had our own engineering report done. We had we we did our due diligence, and we'd found out that the instead of the, the slab continuing to slide down, mm. it had actually settled and actually had moved back to a, to a normal level. No way. And so the differential elevation in the basement had actually leveled off, and so we we put in the offer, um, we ended up getting the house for 167. Um, the the day after we moved in, we brought in a drywall guy uh, for 250 bucks. He sealed everything. <laughs> it was like 25 bucks an hour. Worked worked nice. a day. Good good. Um, yeah. And we instantly went from we instantly had a 150 thousand dollars in equity no in way. our house so, overnight. So pretty much the value outside of the foundation stuff. Right. The actual value of the house was how much? Um, right after we bought it, we, we appraised at like 315. Jeez, that's so, so crazy. Yeah, it was, but it was almost instantaneous. We had, wow. we had added that value. It was, I mean, yeah. um, I don't know, uh, you know, what, what everybody's view is on, you know, yeah. is God real and does God care about these types of things? And for us, it was a, it was a God moment yeah. of like finding miracle, the perfect right? place. It was, a, it was a miracle. That's so crazy. Yeah. And like, that's more than a double, right? Of like, right. It's or oh, like close to double. It was a close to double, yeah. Yeah, wow, like that's unheard of. I mean, you, I mean, you get like an average of fifteen percent returns in the like S and P five hundred, right? right? That's that's like a hundred percent. Yeah, instantly, yeah. <laughs> almost instantly. Yeah, right. Um, wow, what a story. And so I, I mean, like a few things that I got out of that is like, number one, you know, don't be afraid to uh, know what the situation is. Make sure you know the situation. Mm -hmm investigate a lot of, I think I see a lot of business people trying new ideas too quick sure and I think that relates to real estate as well yeah like if if you don't do enough due diligence it could bite you really bad yes I've not done like in some companies I've where it was my own startup idea I started it quick I was like oh this is gonna be awesome and that never worked but when I do the due diligence Two of my companies have been really successful just because of due diligence sure. and yep. research. Yep. So Surround true. yourself with people who are smarter than you and aren't impressed by you. Yeah, they're just like, hey. People that can tell you. I love that. My, my dad has told me plenty of times, what are you thinking? <laughs> I will not support you in this. That's so cool. With business that. stuff. So, yeah. And it makes me mad at the time and later I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah so like, real people. Yeah. It's like, otherwise, uh, I know there's, there's a book out. It's called Ego is the Enemy. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, have you read it? I, I've read parts of it. I've only um, I've had some people in my life talk about yeah ego on the way down on the way up yeah like it's it's crazy good because we tend to like fill our own egos and a lot of times your ego is not going to give you a reason right right it, it may and I think like our society now is so it's always it's always been I think this way but it's it's like hey 
I can do this. I can boost myself until I figure it out. And their ego becomes the enemy instead of being like you were saying, hey, there's real people around me, real people that are going to tell me the truth. And that's going to ultimately protect me. That's going to give me the, the best uh, opportunity to be uh, authentic and not like miss the mark, right? Sure. Because business is lonely. Like everyone, if you don't, you, you, you need people around you. Your team members are going to be different you're still in that isolated environment. So you have to get out of that. Um, I mean, some people do 20 groups. Um, churches do small groups. Yeah. And so those are environments where you can not, like you can put an idea out and, and, and be okay with being judged or not judged, critiqued and helped. Sure. Anyway, yep. so uh, anything else you want to add on that? And then yeah. What, what is the, I mean, this you is- Do you want me to just continue yeah, with, with kind of the- I'm like so stoked with how it happened. Yeah, so so we were able to, with with the down payment that we had put in, um, uh, my dad is a is a businessman and he um, has, has been kind of pushing like, hey, real estate is 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 a great path to go on. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of helped us to, to, to say like, hey, pay, pay your house off as fast as you can. Gotcha. That was kind of always his, um, always his MO. And so we were about- uh, three years away from from being completely debt free with our house, um, and and I started to think about it, and it's and it's like, do do I do we sit on just kind of like we we own our house, great, or do I um, do I cash some of it out and go go play in the market? Yeah. And so um, I remember, I think it was one morning, I woke up kind of in like my eyes wide open. And I'm not a morning person, so it's kind of not normal for me. I just woke up thinking like. I should cash out and go invest in more real estate. And so I talked to my wife about it and, and mm-hmm. I had read, I actually, it, I was in middle school and I read, when I read Richard Kasasaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's what I was going to ask you. Who's your, your real estate mentor? Yeah. I mean, he's, he, you know, I read him and kind of, you know, uh, you get rich on OPM on other people's money. You mm-hmm. make your, your money goes to work so you don't have to like that, yeah. that kind of a, a mentality. And so, so I've always kind of had that in the back of my mind. Um, but uh, I'm an Enneagram. So are you, do you know the Enneagram? I know. It's like it those tests, right? So it's yeah. like a personality test. So I'm a seven. So I'm the enthusiast. Gotcha. And I'm like, so like a new <laughs> opportunity comes up. I'm like, let's do and it. Let's risks. go. I'm ready. Like, I love it. My wife is a six and she's a, it's a loyalist, but, gotcha. but very much like, like, you know, I'm going to investigate and in how things are happening and kind of worst case scenario runs through my head and. That's I have to see it to be able to like yeah. comprehend and understand. Yeah. And so I'm like, babe, let's, let's buy like eight condos. Like, wow. like let's do this thing. And my wife is like, oh, wow. like she's super uncomfortable with that. She's like, that sounds terrible. That sounds like it's going to be an awful plan. And so, so we reached a compromise to where, where essentially it's like, Hey, let's, let's buy. So we were able to cash out and buy mm. with cash. Um, a condo. And the reason I did a condo, I had my, my realtor said, Hey, you're going to make more money in single family homes. Cool. Um, you're going to make probably a little bit more in multifamily homes. And, and so we, we kind of did some research. Um, the, the demands of my job were enough to, to the point where it's like, I wanted to self-manage and I wanted to buy something that was going to be turnkey nice. easy. So we bought a condo that was, that was next to a hospital essentially to, to guarantee we're always going to have a renter and they're always going to be a good renter. Right. Um, hindsight being 2020, you know, I, I would have made more money, gotcha. um, but the, like the day, so I, we bought our condo, my wife had our second kid and our, and our job changed. Like our, my, my boss quit and I stepped into a higher leadership role, like on the same day. Jeez. Like it was a, 
like craziest day of my life wow. type of stuff. And so I, I think if I would have taken the risky steps, it would have actually overwhelmed and, and crushed us. So totally. financially, I would be better off. Um, but but, yeah. but but honoring my wife and and listening to to like her reasoning totally. um, actually saved our marriage, saved our family, saved our job. So it's like it's so much better. Like you, right. yeah, that's yeah. It's not worth the risk. I mean, you, right. there's only I feel like you know in the short term there's this, and I'm, I'm listening to this one guy endorphins, right? Right. Things like this create endorphins. Like yes. being able oh, to yeah. go from uh, the rush. Yeah, the rush of hey, I could get eight. Yes. Multifamily units without looking at the uh, after effects because certain things in your life are going to create more endorphins. Yes. Like video games or, um, you know, uh, things that you feel accomplished. Gambling. Finishing, gambling, yeah. finishing tasks actually releases endorphins. Uh-huh. So as a, as a business owner, finding those, those good endorphins that actually are productive are great. But then you also have to look at, hey, what does my life look like? Right. Because if you get down 10, 10 years, five years, and you've lost your marriage, divorces are like some of the most excruciating things. Right. 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 Um, it'll just, it, your, your well being is more important than your business decisions. Yeah. Right. Then, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. So, cool. um, so, so we, uh, we ended up buying another one um, <laughs> a, a handful of months later. And kind of we we had bought we had diversified into into different cities. Cool. Um, and with the with the thought process being and really my my goal was eight. I'm like I'm, Got I got to get eight rentals that gives me enough passive income nice. to where I can kind of do what I want with my life and and uh, really had started to pursue to pursue that. And so we bought a, a second condo in a different city that uh, college town and um, thinking like man it's gonna it's gonna be so much better because it's a yeah. it's a higher market it's a little more um, an expensive area and um, the the supply in in that city of rentals made the demand go down so that mm. it was actually I didn't get it as much money as I thought I was gonna get it it, wow. it didn't work out as well because yeah. I didn't take into to, into factor the environment, the, the environment and the so, supply and demand really yeah. is what it was and those things are like so out of control I mean even if you look at uh, I won't say what it was, but let's call it the illness or the virus. If you look at what's happened this year, sure, um, the environment flipped so fast. So you had to adapt and change and pivot, right? Like yeah. uh, every industry had to do that. If they didn't, it would like you would see it. Yeah. Unless the industry really wasn't affected by yes. it at all. So anyway, this yeah. Is so crazy. so so we're we're building our our kind of um, our portfolio and everything is going great. We're making we're making more money than. Nice. That I ever, I mean, between my job and right. and and the the rental income, and we're turning our rental income into the down payment for the next one, and kind of doing all of that stuff. And uh, we had a, a job opportunity come come up to where we were able to plant a church cool. um, with with our organization. So so right now we we planted a satellite location. So Got it's it. the same church, but we just do it in a in a different building. And we had started to I traveled the country to to different multi site churches to kind of learn here's how you do it and here's how you do it excellently. And here's some of the like, like high level executive training That's crazy. with it. It was, uh, it was amazing. And, um, and so I kind of had my hand in the world of, of, you know, I'm building a real estate portfolio and now I'm stepping into this high level leadership position. And I, I had, um, kind of felt this like kind of uneasiness about, about where we were at and, and, um, you know, am I devoting too much attention to my real estate portfolio and, and so anyway, um, uh, my wife had kind of felt 
in her heart, just kind of this like, man, I think we need to sell the second condo that we bought. We had about $100,000 in equity cool. um, in it. And she's like, I think, I think it's time for us to, I think we need to sell it and, I, and we need to use it to, to plant our church. It's, That's it's, amazing. It's not, it's not a cheap thing to plant a church. It's right. expensive. Yeah, it's not. And, and, and just so you guys know on the show, um, these shows are just for learning experiences. We're not... We're not professionally advising you to do a certain thing based on what we say in the no. show. <laughs> so yeah, take it with a grain of salt, but learn from it and, and you know interpret it in your way. Um, so yeah, we don't want to be liable for like, you know, you right. you doing something that's that we've said on the show, right? right? So anyway, no, I would. But this is incredible. So so for for me, I'm like she, and she didn't tell me this. She just right. had kind of felt that. And this was and, private. I mean, only you guys know that. And and I mean. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Right. So, so she, yeah. she's just feeling this herself and she's like, I, you know, for, for me to give up on this dream that I have wow. of having, you know, all these rental units and I, and I had a, my, my game plan was set. I was like, <laughs> I, like I was resolute. We were, yeah. we were going to go for it. And, um, we were, at, we were actually at one of our trainings and through a, a long series that I'm not going to get to here on this podcast. Yeah. I just had f like, like had that, the, the light coming on moment of like, I, I can choose one or the other. I can choose to pursue this church plant and what, what I feel like God is calling us to do, or I can choose to pursue this real estate stuff and, and just said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue. Yeah. I feel like we're supposed to do this. Cool. And I, and so I came to my wife and said like, Hey, I think we're supposed to sell and give hundred percent of the pro proceeds that we have hundred percent of the equity. And she broke down in tears and said, I was, I, I feel the same exact thing. So cool. Um, and so, and so we, uh, within, within like the month, our renters had called us and said, Hey, we're so sorry, but we have to move out. Yeah. We're like, perfect. actually that's perfect. Everything just, aligned. everything lined up perfectly to where we were able that's to, so cool. to sell. Um, and I was able to give, uh, that six so cool. figure check. That's so cool. Yeah. So I have, I have to ask questions because yeah. this, this is so much to the story that, that, that gets me excited. How long was the time frame from when you like, like how many years was this? Uh, from, from when I first bought, bought a condo or from, yeah, from like the beginning of the, 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 the venture of investing in real estate to, um, yeah, it was, uh, we bought our first one in May of 2016. Cool. Um, okay. We bought another one in September of 2017. Nice. And it was in, uh, we sold it in January of 2019. Cool. So that's like three years? Three and a half, yeah. Amazing. So um, it, it, the, there's so like such interesting like concepts I even thought about like while you were talking. And one of them that stood out for me too is getting to that place of, you know, why are you doing what you're really doing? Sure. And, you know, what is going to be that thing that you will remember and even have a, this is honestly like a legacy thing that, that you guys did. Both of you were aligned. That's so rare and so cool. And um, most people would never think of doing that, right? Yeah. But I was, and, and leading up to that question is, I think another thing we forget is that, um, Things are repeatable, um, not that they have to be repeatable, but you are you are capable of going back and doing different things differently or restarting a process. You may not have to, but was that the, for, for you, was it knowing that, hey, I'm walking into my purpose? Was that? Yeah, definitely. Cool? I mean, it was, 
it was one of those those things to where um, I just felt like I had the the freedom to do whatever I wanted, but but what did I actually want to do was the question that was put in front of me. And so cool. And, and you're I, having so much fun now, right? Oh yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I uh, get to see you, so I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's like such a it's it's such a joy and such a challenge at the same time. Like it's it's yeah. this constant. Um, yeah. Like it's hard work for it sure. Is. It's, yeah, but it's but it's very rewarding. It is, and I mean, I, one of my iconic things that you do is the little the victory, <laughs> the victory spin. Only Isaiah does that. <laughs> so if you see him, you'll know you know what I'm talking about. I get excited. My uh, I was a, I was a middle school pastor for, and it for ten us. years. Yeah, it excites us. Like I I've been in environments where you don't have that. Yeah. So when you have it, it's like oh man, like I'm getting excited behind all this cool stuff because there's someone I can. And, and and not that the all the pressure's on you. Sure, it just it, it makes the environment so much better. Yeah, I I am I'm an enthusiast to the core. Like I get especially yeah. when I like being, I kind of like being the center of attention. I like people yeah. leaving a room being like that guy was really funny. <laughs> and so so when I when I get on stage and I'm in front of people, it's just like my you know my middle school class clown comes out. I'm like I got to do something <laughs> to make people laugh. Like it's yeah. gonna be funny. I I can do this with my body. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Cool. Um, so it fits it fits my personality yeah uh, I love yeah it. it's great well hey thank you guys so much for watching this episode such a great one to have on the show i will be putting ego is the enemy in the description for you guys just the things that we mentioned as well as rich dad poor dad i read that book growing up it changed the way i thought about a lot of things and i'm sure there's thousands of people who yeah. read it oh, yeah. um, such good concepts in there and good principles I'm also going to leave the church link if you're cool with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Come check us out. Totally. We're in Northern Colorado. It's, it's a crazy, awesome church. Just the community that they built and the people and uh, the way they reach out in the community is super cool. It, it, it's really a church for everyone. Um, and that's, that's, that's so, it's so engaging. Anyway, you have to check it out. It's, it's pretty awesome kind of initiatives they've done too. And lastly, make sure to follow, find us on Spotify if you don't like to watch YouTube videos. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe to this content uh, so you can see some more of this. We'll be bringing on some really insane entrepreneurs. I have a list that you would not believe. And so, yeah, make sure that little blue thumbs up gets up for the YouTube algorithm. Put a comment in there. It's going to help us just kind of grow as we go with our content and, and reach people that are like you who need to see this as well. So I hope you guys got a lot of, out of that. Uh, thanks, Isaiah. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, great stuff, man. Cheers, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. So, yeah, top power hour. Cheers. I ain't here for the money. I ain't here for the fame. Though it might be nice to own a jet plane. I'ma do it all for you. Come along and see it's true. But the world is pretty cold.